Hello, everybody. I am Brian. I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian. Ricky, Ricky, freestyle. <laughs> We're trying something new. We're not doing a. This will not be a numbered episode. Uh, this will be our normal Sunday release, though. Uh, we're just going to shoot the breeze, man. You know, you've seen podcasts before. They just talk about crap. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Instead of one topic, we're going to have many. We're just going to go for about 50 minutes here and just whatever. We've wrote down some topics, I'm sure, each of us that we want to discuss and get the other's take on. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, something new for us. Uh, maybe if it we enjoyed it, and if it turns out to be funny or fun, we'll, we'll do more of these. Yeah? Yeah, I'm so, this. I've been wanting to do one of these for a while. It's just kind of fun to... Because typically, I mean, we kind of already do this. I think that at the end of a review, we kind of freestyle a little bit, and we kind of go off in different kind of branches. Um, so it's kind of like that last five minutes of an episode, but a uh, 50 or an hour long length of it. So pretty excited. I don't know what the hell you're going to talk about. You don't know what I'm going to talk about. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Gas prices, huh? <laughs> They're high, aren't they? <laughs> Topic one. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can go first. What's it, what, what do you want to chat about? What's your, what do you got an opinion about? What do you want to... Um, I don't have any like news items, although I thought about talking about... Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Plus, because that was kind of a big deal. But I don't know. We maybe if we have time, we maybe that's on my list. Okay, perfect. Then I'll just wait for that. Uh, I mostly just have stuff that I'm playing and stuff that I've watched that I wanted to talk yeah. about. Um, some of it I'll just fucking run through it. We don't need to discuss too much. Some of it I do want to spend time on. Um, but the biggest one, I mean, we have to talk about it, and it's fucking Elden Ring. Um, so uh-huh. I want to talk about it because yeah, uh, we have to. <laughs> Um, because I just the guy it. didn't want to talk about it at all. Now I can't <laughs> yeah. get the fucking away from it. We're gonna we're <laughs> gonna talk about that for sure. We got, we got some stories to tell before we even talk about the game. Uh. Um, yeah. So I just beat it. So I figured we'd talk about it. It can be brief. Um, but I think it's funny. So <laughs> my relationship to Elden Ring is kind of a funny one. So that game is made from From Software, and it's they make very difficult games called Soul Likes, or they create a genre. And um, I've kind of stayed away from them because they're very difficult and they're um, they're not very handholdy. Not that I like handholding, but there's a little bit of I want <laughs> some guidance, and those games don't give you anything at all. Yeah. Anyways, I remember when we did a reaction video to I think the PS5 announcement. They talked about like Miles and Morales, Call of Duty. One of them was Demon Souls, and when we did that video, I remember both you and I were like. The game looks pretty, looks kind of cool, but fuck that game. We're not touching that with a 10-foot pole. We were both kind of on the same page on that. Yeah. And so recently, back in February, we were talking about games we've been playing. We talked about Horizon and, and Gran Turismo, and you had brought up Elden Ring. And I was like, what? We just talked about how we both are not fans of From Software. How the fuck are you going to play Elden Ring? So I was kind of giving you shit on chat, and you're like, no, you know, it seems more accessible, and it looks cool, George R. R. Martin. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, what does it matter if it's written by George R. R. Martin if you're going to play five hours of it and then give up, which is what I assumed that we would, or I was going to do. So I said over and over and over, I'm not buying this game. They're not getting me. Fuck this game. Not in like a the game looks stupid just because I just, it's, the game is going to be too hard. I'm, it's not for me. Yeah. Not touching it. I'm never going to play it. And I kept hounding you about it <laughs> over and over and over again. 
And then that thing happened where Elden Ring just blew the fuck up. No one knew it was going to be as big as it was. And it was just everywhere. I could not escape Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. It was just everywhere. And so FOMO got the best of me. And I said, fuck it. I'll just play it. Everyone keeps talking about it. Maybe I'll like it. Who knows? Maybe Worst case scenario, I'll put eight to ten hours into it. And I got my $60 worth, hopefully. And uh, yeah, the game is amazing. Um, I'm going to save a lot of my thoughts for probably later on in the year when we do our our gaming stuff. Um, I was very wrong about the game. It is hard. It's very hard. But what's cool about the game? I mean, I haven't played. I'm playing through Dark Souls right now. I'm kind of like in the from software. Did you not do move on to? You started with Dark Souls. You didn't play the Demon Souls since that's a PS5 one. Yeah, I thought about it, but. I mean, to be honest, I was at my used game store and Dark Souls Remastered was like a couple bucks versus Demon Souls still is like $70, which is kind of crazy. So I was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just play I've, it. I've, really? I thought I've seen it for pretty cheap now. But anyways. <clears throat> it depends. I got to get lucky on like a sale, but normally it still stays at 70 Um, But I do want to play Demon Souls for sure. Um, But what's what's cool about Elden Ring so far, like Dark Souls that I'm playing, I'm probably like a quarter way through right now, and it's amazing. Um, And Dark Souls, I can see hitting a wall, and then you just have to fucking grind in your little area, in your condensed area, until you figure it out. I haven't got there yet, but I'm assuming that's going to happen to me at some point. But what's cool about Elden Ring is, in terms of the difficulty is that you kind of make it as hard as you want it to be. Like, if you go into a boss and you just get one shot and you're dead that's a good indication you should go fuck off somewhere else you know and then come back when it's easier when you're more leveled up and there's so much to do like if you hit a wall you can just go south for a while see what's happening south oh south is too fucked let's go north and you can just the world is so it's probably the biggest map i've ever seen in the game and there's so much to do in it like you'll be you'll like there's so many times i'm like i'll put a marker down somewhere i'm like i'm gonna go over here and then that's what I want to do. And then on the way there, I'm like, oh shit, what's happening over here? And I, like, I go off the path. I'm like, oh shit. And then that starts its all its own little journey. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I don't like that. I want I'm save most of this for later on in the year. But I just want to say that I was very happy with it. I was very surprised. Um, it's definitely my game of the year so far. I I imagine that I don't think any even God of War. I mean this this game was very special. It's unlike anything I've played. Um, yeah, so that's Elden Ring. I had a lot of fun with it. I put about 80 hours into it. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to walk away <laughs> for a little while and, and kind of take my time with Dark Souls. Um, I kind of got obsessed with Elden Ring. I played it every day for two weeks. Some days I only played like an hour. Some days, you know. But um, So, so yeah. uh, Dark Souls is not, or Demon Souls is not a Dark Souls game, right? It's a, That was the first one they did, and yeah. the rest are kind of like the other ones are spiritual successors, correct? They're not sequels yeah. to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Demon um, Souls is kind of just on its own. Then. Correct. Yeah, they have the Demon Souls, and then they have the Dark Souls trilogy, which I'm kind what of. What were all these games originally released on? Were these all like PS3 era games? Um. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Demon Souls through Dark Souls Two. Those three games are all on PS3, and then Dark Souls got a PS4 remaster in 2018, and then Dark Souls Two, I believe, got a PS4. I think I think Dark Souls Two was a PS3 PS4 dual launch. I think, um, but P- or Dark Souls Two is definitely on PS4. Um, the old Dooley. <laughs> the old do. Dooley so, likes to party. <laughs> <clears throat> right now, I'm kind of committed to 
playing and beating the trilogy. It may take me a while, but I kind of want to do it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to tap into Bloodborne and Sekiro. Uh, according to the From Software fucking cult, um, Sekiro seems to be the hardest of the bunch, so <laughs> I don't know if I'll get to that anytime soon, but um, I definitely want to check Asian. out most of them. <laughs> it's Asian. It's got to be the hardest. Yeah, At least I, I think. Isn't that like a Shogun game or something? Or Samurai yeah, Sword? Yeah, I think it's a Samurai game, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you and Jesse get a chance to play. I would love to pick both your brains. Maybe we can play Halo one night after you guys have chipped away at some Elden Ring. And Now that I hear about it, I'm not even like in a, any rush. I don't want to play it anytime soon. It's like, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm doing... I'm doing so much stuff. I'm like, this sounds like this is like dedication you got to have to this. Because you know how I play games. I play 10 at a time and yeah, bounce yeah. around. It doesn't sound like I can do that at all. So yeah. uh, I'm, now I'm not in a rush. <laughs> I mean, it sounds great. I do want to try it. I think you'll like um, it. Yeah, I think you'll like it a lot. Um, it's yeah, it's it is it is very addicting. Like I got Sarah into it. She doesn't play games. So I'm like, you got to fucking check this game out just for fun, you know, just to watch her. And she did like the opening part, and then she's like, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm gonna turn it off. And then she's like, oh, what's over there? And then she kind of like walks over there and like, oh shit, what's over here? And I'm like, you said you're gonna turn the game off like an hour ago, and here you are. Is here, here in the back room? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the TV smashed. <laughs> uh, we need a new TV, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you did a We really part. needed one, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's Eldering. The other one I had Dark Souls. I had kind of both. I'm, I, so I'm in Dark Souls right now. Not much to say other than uh, it holds up for a game that came out in I think 2011. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's very different than Elden Ring. Obviously, it's a little more um, narrow. Not, it's not open world, um, but it's uh, a lot of fun. Quickly, quickly, I want to say that uh, for anyone just listening and thinking, what the fuck is going on? One of them's got a voice modulator. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick. Okay, my voice is fucked up. Sorry, I should have stated that. And somebody listening is just like, I think you got a new cast member here. This guy's kind of got a radio type voice. Got it's the very scream deep. voice. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, what was I? <laughs> yeah, when we were playing Halo. I'll get you like a fucking fish. <laughs> oh god. Come here, Sydney. Uh, oh. I guess that could bring us into one of mine, which is game prices. Talk about the used game store. Uh, I just went down to the game store and got a bunch of PS3 exclusives that I've been wanting to get. They're all reasonably priced. The most expensive one was Last of Us, which is fourteen ninety nine. It's probably a little more than I wanted to spend for that, but whatever. Yeah. I wanted to try the original shitty-looking OG one. I haven't played that fucking forever. It's always been like the remaster for a replay. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the rest of them were like seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine. The cheapest one I think was Uncharted Two, was four ninety nine. And they're all really good condition, and they all have like the manuals and stuff. It's pretty cool. And you open it up, and like they got the ads for like PSP in there. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot of games I wanted to look at and get, and some of them they had. Like I was really wanting Resident Evil Four for PS Two, and uh, that was thirty nine ninety nine. I remember collectible game shop and that was that that was like a that was like a nine ninety nine all day game. Yeah. Like ten bucks Resident Evil Four. Um used game prices are just through the fucking roof. I saw um Star Fox sixty four fifty four ninety nine. 
that was like a 1999 all day game mm. a couple years back. Um, they had a Game Boy Pocket, one hundred nine dollars for a fucking Game Boy Pocket. That was a that was a like thirty nine to forty eight dollar system all day. It's like, dude, these prices are just through the roof. Yo, y'all who ain't about it, quit collecting games. Okay, yeah. if you if you ain't that into it, find something else because you're ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> you're making everything go up, man. Uh, I just thought that was some crazy stuff. Uh, so yeah, it was very little I could get because I just I just couldn't stand parting with that much money. Like even I was looking at the PSP section, I was like, I want some physical PSP stuff. Um, like SOCOM was like thirty nine ninety nine. So fucking hey, for one PSP game, dude, they used PSP games back when I was collecting a couple years ago. That would have been like seven ninety nine, easy. Oh yeah. And then and then uh they had a like UMD movies. Oh wow! Like uh, it was like a shitty movie, and it was like seventeen ninety nine. I was like, what? <laughs> God dang! I would have bought this movie as a goof just yeah. to have and watch it once and put it on the shelf. Um, but yeah, no. Oh, I think it was like Hancock. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Speaking nice. of Will Smith, <laughs> so yeah, it's funny uh, uh, you mentioned that because you and I are both just serendipitously i guess that we've just been going to our used game store or i found one rather i guess you've probably you've known one for a while how's the prices at this one yeah it's it's not too bad there are some um that are like what you're mentioning like i saw metal metal gear solid ps1 copy for 50 bucks i was like come on man um yeah that's a little rough um and the thing that bothers me especially the ps1 is that the way they have the game set up is most of them are behind a glass case, so you actually can't physically... Some of them you can. Like, there's some 64 cartridges, NES cartridges, Genesis cartridges. Those are out for display. You can pick up and look around. They're, like, in little individual bags. They're just hanging on mm. hooks. But the game cases themselves are behind a glass thing. And every system uh, case has a little barcode tag on the side, so you can just look and see what the prices are. But the PS1, they're so thin that they can't put... So if I want to know how much a game is, I have to be like, hey, come here, can you fucking tell me the price? Oh, it's $40, now put that shit back. You know, like, nope. <laughs> um, put it but... back. <laughs> <laughs> can't afford the fun Expensive. pack. Put it back. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, I can't afford Jet Moto at $60. Fuck you. Uh, but no, the prices are pretty pretty good. I got Gra or, um, Call of Duty... Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and Black Ops 1, I think for like 15 bucks or something, which was cool. I, I, I loved going home and popping that disc into my Xbox and just downloading that game. That's so fucking cool. I love Xbox. Um, You're just buying a key. It's kind of weird, <laughs> huh? Yeah. I, I, I got to go find that the 15-year-old the key <laughs> to unlock <laughs> this game on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, I'm glad you mentioned the booklet thing because I also my first run at that the first time I walked into that store I grabbed um, the PS3 Demon Souls PS3 Dark Souls and PS3 Dark Souls Two and then I came back later for the Dark Souls PS4 remaster. Anyways, when yeah. I opened up the PS3 um, Dark Souls like the fucking thick ass booklet I was like oh man I miss these and it smells good and it has all the lore and the fucking configurations I don't know I just missed that opening up and seeing that thick ass booklet. We don't get anymore. Another thing, I'm playing more PS3. 
because I figured I got this backwards compatible PS3 and they're like pretty rare and pretty cool. So I'm kind of trying to utilize it more. But um, the way PS3 does stuff is just ass backwards. Mm. Like updates and downloads, like updates you cannot do in the background. Like it just takes up your whole screen and it's just mm. like sit there and chill. And then downloads, <laughs> downloads you can do in the background, but you have to like get to it. It's like, would you like to download in the background? And then it goes to a different downloading screen to like get you to a download in the background screen. And that takes like a minute and a half sometimes. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And so I, I had, I bought God of War for PlayStation Vita, the, the HD collection. And apparently it was a dual, like I get it for PS3 too. Oh, so nice. I downloaded God of War, God of War and God of War 2 HD for PS3. And uh, yeah, I had to choose to download it in the background and that's a debacle and then i forget that ps3 is fucking dumb it makes you do everything like twice like so you download the game and then it's on your home screen on the under the game bar in a little bubble in a little bubble meaning you can't play it so you got to click on it and then do install after you've already downloaded it and then that has cannot be done in the background and that will take you like fucking 30 minutes you know if it's any kind of sizable game yeah. It took like 30 minutes for God of War 1. So I was just, and I wanted to play PS3. And I just got done downloading all those updates. I'm like, fuck this, dude. This is stupid. So I turned on like my Xbox and played Halo when I was waiting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to download it and then have to install it. I was like, dude, this is dumb. And you can't do it in the background. Like, I don't know how PS3 caught up at the end to 360. Yeah. Like, good on you, man, because <laughs> a lot of this stuff was dumb. <laughs> A lot of the stuff was dumb. And I hate how they changed the branding of PS3. So now my PS3 games, you got the Spider-Man 3 stuff from the beginning, and then you got the weird curvy PS3 stuff from the end where it looks like a PS1 logo. Like, and it just looks unesthetically pleasing on a shelf. And I was just like, ah, oh, it's weird. It's like it's like PS3 is like two consoles almost. I prefer myself the, the Spider-Man early PS3 stuff. Where the logos on the side, I think that looked cooler to me. Yeah, when I got when I finally got around, I think I got my PS3 in 2011, 2012, <clears throat> years after it launched. Um, but I got the slim so, one. It was, I, w- I wished I had the the fat one that you're talking about because I I would like to do some backwards stuff. Um, but yeah, at the time, uh, what did I play first? I think I played Uncharted Two as my first PS3, or maybe it was God of War Three. I don't remember, but. I do agree that that fat bastard is. Dude, didn't that thing launch like six hundred dollars back in like <laughs> two thousand eight or two thousand? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I yeah, I bought it. Crazy for that much. Uh, it was five ninety nine, and it looks like it was a it was a. I got a check from O'Callaghan. So it was that holiday check, and, you know. So you had some like I don't know. It was big. Well, it wasn't big. It was big to me. Like before checks, I would get one like four hundred bucks. It was my first job, and this one was like seven hundred. Um, I don't know. Remember if you were working there at that time? I don't think you would come back yet to O'Callaghan's. I think it was just me. But uh, yeah, I went and bought it at GameStop, the one by in Kennewick Target, by Kennewick Target, and the box is fucking huge, dude. <laughs> so big, and they didn't have a bag that fit it so i had to carry it and this is when like people had just got killed remember people were shot 
oh, for PS3s, yeah. mm-hmm. and I I had to ride the bus. I didn't have a car. <laughs> Just hold my fucking PS3. Box. I'm carrying a fucking PS3 <laughs> on the bus, dude. I had a, like a handle it so uh, big. I'm like, oh, this is not a good look. These people are desperate on the bus. <laughs> and this is back when the bus was actually busy. There ain't nobody ride the bus now. But uh, <clears throat> I remember I called my grandma and asked her for a ride back to Richland. And she said, why? And I was like, I'm telling her oh, about this thing. And it, literally people have been killed for this thing. I don't want to ride the bus with it. And she said, she said no. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> if I die, you know why. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so expensive that I bought it and I couldn't afford a PS3 game. I remember. So I got, um, I remember getting Metal Gear Solid, I think, 3 for PS2 just to replay it on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't even afford a game, but I was just so happy that I had enough money to get a PS3. I was like, and yeah, so that's the one I had, the Chrome one with the card slots and all that. So that's why I kind of was telling you that I want one of those. I'm still debating pulling the trigger. Someone's got it for 200 on Marketplace. And it's a clean one. And it's hard to find clean ones. And I was telling somebody in my game group, was like, yeah, it's hard to find a good condition one. Because somebody was undervaluing them. He's like, oh, well, I would never pay that much. So I was like, dude, that's 200 is easily what they're worth. Like these things, they're only getting rarer. Yeah. As the years go by, there, you know, and then um, I was like, especially to get a good condition one. And then this other guy was like, Well, I've heard the headlight polish, you know, for the clearing up the clear headlights works wonders. And I bought some because my headlights are getting a little foggy in my Honda. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that up on the PS3. I'm gonna shine that bitch. <laughs> it's gonna look, you know, it's gonna look like fucking glass, baby. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try box. that. <laughs> it's already, it's already pretty good condition. So, Nice. We'll see what that does, but shine it up a bit. Well, since we're on game, I might as well just finish this up. These are very rapid, and then I think I'm done, at least for me, with getting the gaming stuff. But um, we never talked about Horizon. I played that back in February. I think it's great. Uh, it's probably the most beautiful game I've seen on the PlayStation <clears throat> 5, um, just visually. It was kind of jarring to go from Horizon to Elden Ring because their, their UI is so different. It's like Horizon has all the shit on your HUD, and Elden Ring's like, nope, you get a compass. That's all you get. Um, so that was a little jarring, but <clears throat> Horizon's great. It's probably better than the first. Um, and then I played Gran Turismo for about five hours. Uh, I thought it was fun. Um, Elden Ring kind of got in the way of that. I would like to get back into it. Um, I fucking yeah, can't Turismo. stand the jazz music. I can't stand the <laughs> the the hub world. Do, 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 piano. Yeah. Go to the it's kind of it's kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, this to me. I don't know. I just think Forza is better now. Not not like Horizon. I don't like the open world Forzas, but the norm, the numbered Forzas, I prefer over the numbered Gran Turismo's now, I think. Because it's just got more of a structure. Like you go, you know, it's got, I like the career structure of Forza. Mm-hmm. You go and do a career, you go, go do the rally career, the F1 career, and it's got very structured on what you do. Gran Turismo, it's like, hey, you want to get these cars with this menu? Come over here. And you should get a license and then do this one. You know, it's just, it's just like very disjointed. It just feels like they're sending you to do things on the map that are just there and trying to group them together as a career by giving you a reward at the end. You know what I mean? But in Forza, it does seem like a like a career. Like, okay, now we're going to do the, the F1 stuff. And now we're going to do the, you know, it's all grouped together. 
So I like that better. I just find it kind of boring. I don't like that they don't have damage. It's like, that's weird. I'm just, I'm racing and I'm bouncing off walls. And like, yeah, to win the races, bounce someone over. Get out of my way. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun, though. Music sucks. Yeah, the gameplay, uh, I agree. It's really fun. But yeah, um, you and I are on the same page. The moment you're in a menu, I just want to fall asleep because it's just so fucking dry. <clears throat> it's so dry. Even like the thing that I like about that game, though, um, is somebody who's not a car person. I don't, I don't know anything about cars other than fucking push down the thing to go fast. Um, but yeah. I like that when you do these challenges, they kind of um, educate you on some of these manufacturers and some of these cars and like the history of some of it. I think that's yeah. kind of interesting for me who doesn't know much about cars. But again, it's just so dry. It's like you can't spice this up a little bit. Um, and I hate how it's like a PS2 game. Like, why couldn't you voice over this stuff? Yeah. And it's like, hi, I'm Jeff. It's like, oh, my God, really? I'm not going to read this. I feel like this is a PS1 game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah it's uh, pretty fun. That's kind of all I got for a video. I mean, I I think that's about it that I've played. I've dabbled into Grand... or God, so many Grands. Uh, Grand Theft Auto for like 30 minutes. Uh, I haven't tried Cyberpunk yet. Mm. So those are kind of my four big ones that I've been playing. Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Horizon, and GT7. Yeah. Um, I got another one I texted you about it last night. Moon Knight. Yes. Moon Knight is pretty cool, man. Yeah. If you haven't checked out Moon Knight, anybody, check out that first episode. I was pleasantly surprised. I got, I didn't think I was going to like it at all, this stupid-looking freaking mummy Batman. I was like, I don't know, man. None of this looks good to me. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the first episode. I, I was laughing. It's funny. It's it's really interesting story. Uh, like, really interesting really cool. Ethan Hawke was pretty good in it. Uh, he didn't have a lot of time, but I could tell that it's going to be a character I want to watch. And Oscar Isaac was really good. Yeah, I like Oscar Isaac like, a lot. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is a good... He's he's like a British quirky uh, guy who works at a museum a gift shop. So it, and I was like, what the... F-? Not what I expected. I thought, you know? <laughs> and it's super weird. So I uh, really loved it. I think it's really unique. And it's completely on its own. I don't think it references any MCU or anything like that. It's just on its own. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so check it out. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll, I'll, I'm down to watch that one. I like Oscar. I, yeah, Oscar Isaac a lot. Um, I don't. Have yeah, to he's gonna right play. Now, but um, he's gonna once, play Snake too. Oh yeah, I saw that. I think he could do a pretty good job. Um, I'm kind of holding off on Disney until Obi Wan comes out, and then once Obi Wan, yeah. I'll probably binge watch some Moon Knight. <clears throat> Obi-Wan. Yeah, that was on my list too. Obi-Wan looks awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. The trailers Great. were dope. Yeah. Seeing the Inquisitors, uh, getting to see a you know a young child, Luke. Uh, that was pretty awesome. The fact that they brought back uh, the guy who played Owen in the prequels is cool. Hayden coming back would be cool. I, you know, I don't really know why you need Hayden back when he's in a suit, a suit but yeah. hey, whatever. I'm sure they'll have some excuse to take his helmet off and show that it's Hayden Christensen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, and using duel of the fates, mm-hmm. like during the trailer, like, Oh man, this is going to be fun. I can't wait for that. I love the, um, you already mentioned it, but the, the inclusion of the inquisitors, cause you don't really, I mean, 
I don't know much about Star Wars lore than what I've kind of seen, and I've kind of only seen a little bit, but uh, they were in the Clone Wars heavily, and I really liked that show a lot. And uh, to see them in a live action, I was like, oh, that's fucking badass. Yeah, because I don't, I don't watch Clone Wars, so the what I know about them really is from uh, that that game Jedi Outcast, mm. and that game was pretty cool. I've heard talks that 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 guy's gonna get his show, like with his character, the guy who played the character in the game. The, I don't know. Are you, are you the talking actor. about the Fallen Order? Or are you talking about the one from like the PS? Is that game? yeah? So that's what it is, Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah, the new one. The best Star Wars game in 15 years. Yeah. And it wasn't that great. It was just like the <laughs> best, you know, it was passable. So people were like, yes. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, it's decent. But we hadn't had a decent Star Wars game in so long. People yeah. loved it. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan was on my list. Uh, another one on my list is Morbius. Ooh. You saw that? So. No, I didn't see oh, okay. it. <laughs> you are dedicated. <laughs> but but people are ripping it apart, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, how long are we going to keep making excuses for, uh, what's his name, Jared Leto? Yeah. It's like, uh, at some point, you got to call a spade a spade, man. Maybe, maybe he's not that good. Maybe he just had a couple flashes in the pan on these movies. I don't know. Um. Maybe he was just good as in Dallas Buyers. And what's the other one? It was another one that he's had some Oscar buzz for, right? Um, I mean, yeah, Dal- Dallas Buyers was the big one, but I don't remember his other one. I think you're right. Yeah. he's My problem with him is that with these roles, he just <laughs> – he over – like there's a fucking – there's a line, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a, he's a habitual, habitual line, line stepper. stepper. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, you don't need to go without hard in the paint. Just reel it, reel it in a little bit. From the reviews I've read, that's like this, you know, he always plays quirky characters and this is the less, the least quirky and out there character he's played in a long time. It's like the blood sucking vampire is the least quirky <laughs> Jared Leto character. <laughs> like that's, oh, that'll tell you something. Yeah. This movie looked bad from just the trailer. I was like, this movie is going to be rough. Yeah, who gives a fuck about Morbius? Like, really? I mean, if he's in Spider-Man as a bad guy, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But his own movie? Like he's Venom or something? Get the fuck out of here, dude. They can't even get Venom in a Spider-Man movie, let alone fucking Jared Leto vampire movie. And I I heard... I heard... uh, I don't even know what's going on with these stupid-ass movies. But I heard that like they're in their own universe, like it's the Venom universe. And so it's Venom, Morbius, uh, Craven the Hunter's coming out with Aaron Johnson. I think his name is uh, Quicksilver. I'm more interested in that. Craven is a more interesting character, and I think he's a better actor right now. Yeah. Um, but I heard those are all in the same universe, um, and not the MCU. But Vulture from the MCU universe is in the trailer for Morbius and I heard he's not even in the movie. Huh. He's not in the movie. And like the reviewer was like, he could be in the after credit scene, but after this movie, I did not stick around for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's like, they, why put him in the trailer? It's like, you're, I mean, they're just convoluting the universes so much. I heard that, um, it was another rumor that they want to make that universe, the venom universe that's taking place in, um, 
Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man universe. So that could be interesting. And they brought back uh, Garfield. But then I'm also, you know, because of the success of the Spider-Men, there's so many rumors about them bringing them back. Like I've heard like they want to do an old man Spider-Man with Toby, like going through some of the stories he was telling mm. of like, you know, and all of this seems like awesome ideas, like three Spider-Man movies going at once, <laughs> like three yeah. different timelines. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, Morbius. Well, it could oh, be wrong. Yeah. Like it's, I'm trying to remember because it's been fucking forever. It's been years, but I'm pretty damn sure that Sony lent Marvel Spider-Man for a three movie deal. So Marvel doesn't even have Tom Holland at the moment. So like they either got to redo their deal or because like Marvel only had three movies to do. So that's that's Marvel's trilogy of Spider-Man. But now Tom Holland is like, I hope that they can do another deals to bring me back. But or Sony just takes Tom Holland from Marvel and they do their own Tom Holland shit. But um, that would be kind of a bummer if Sony takes over Spider-Man because Marvel, I thought, did a pretty good job of handling the, that character. But we'll see. I imagine they, they got to sign another deal with how much fucking money that made. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they did a better job. Well, they did a better job than the Garfield movies. That's for fucking yeah. damn sure. But, uh, like, the first movie is okay. The first MCU, Spider-Man Homecoming. The second one's kind of meh. Like, out in Europe. Um, I just, I think the Sony ones, like the the... Toby Maguire ones had so much more heart and it felt so much more grounded. Mm-hmm. And it was really about like, you know, great power comes great responsibility and like this tear between this kid of having these powers and like being bullied and wanting to be the hot shot and having to use it responsibly. Like I never felt that that weight with the Tom Holland ones. It was just kind of a fun, you know, it's an MCU flick. So it's just going to... Compared to, if it's, so if the Tom Holland's were, uh, the other Spider-Man was like, duh, duh, duh. you know, it's even in the, even in the fucking soundtrack, you could tell the difference in the tone. Like that, that Spider-Man theme in the first one's really good. It's so good. Yeah. It's a lot of good moments. And the, yeah, there's a lot more weight to uh, Peter and sp- specifically the second movie. There's a great scene in, I think it's two where he's out back and May is like getting rid of a bunch of shit. And there's like a little boy and the little boy's like, when's Spider-Man coming back? And then like his aunt just goes on this fucking huge rate or a rant about like being a hero. And then we all need heroes to look up to. I don't know. All these little awesome character moments where like, I think the we all Holland need stuff. heroes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great scene. Um, but yeah, Holland was kind of missing a lot of that stuff. A lot of that heart. I like the, uh, that scene, but what about the free toaster? <laughs> <laughs> That was with a five hundred dollar deposit. He takes the coupon back. <laughs> oh yeah, at the bank. That's right. Yeah, and then they're like, "Where's your nephew? <laughs> oh, a real hero he is, isn't he?" <laughs> he <just> ran away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that was one of my ones. Um, and then real quickly, we could talk about the uh, PlayStation Plus uh, debacle. God is just stupid, man. Yeah, I'm going to PlayStation bring that up so I can. I don't know what's going on. So you got PlayStation Plus, which is like pay to play online, and then you know you get some free games, and they're not really yours. You know what I mean? At least Xbox, some of them are yours. 
like the 360 ones. If you don't have gold, you get to keep them forever. So I always get those ones. I don't even care about the other ones because I'm, you know, I don't own it, so I don't really care. But I've gotten a lot of pretty decent 360 games, like a lot over the years just doing that. And I don't even play them. Like I was just like, I might play it later, so I'm going to get it. Like the last one was a SpongeBob game, and people were saying it's actually pretty fun platformers. I got that one. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the PlayStation, <clears throat> you play, you pay, and you can play online. And then they have the other thing, PS Now, which is like a, I don't know how you'd compare that to Xbox. It's almost like a, a Game Pass, except it's old games, and you can't download them. Most of them, it's just kind of a streaming service. Yeah. I guess it's closer to like a Netflix model where they just have some old content and you stream it. But then they, they merged the two together <clears throat> and made this new thing so that it can cost more. And then they added an ultimate tier which said they're going to add P more PS2 and PS1 games, but they, they didn't even announce what those were to make it worth uh, the money. It just seems like very... And then there's no family plan. Like you get a group of people in your house y'all gotta pay and then i like what xbox did like the next couple of days they announced xbox live game pass family plan so they're like yeah, yeah boom we got day one games and your whole family can play them <laughs> bada bing bada boom your move sony yeah it's it was a little disappointing but i mean you and i were kind of talking beforehand that like you know Lower your, your <clears throat> expectations for Sony at this point. They're kind of back in their PS3 days where, I don't know if people remember, but Xbox blew PlayStation out of the water back in the 360 PS3 days, at least for or start. Yeah. PlayStation ended up coming back later on. Um, and then the, the tides turned with the PS4 and the Xbox, and then PlayStation's kind of been, you know, in quotes, on top since the PS4. Um, but now I feel it's switching back because I think Microsoft is... Um, very consumer friendly. They're very vocal, um, and they're just making everybody happy. I'm not even a strong Xbox guy, but I'm happy with what they're giving me. Um, when I look at PlayStation, I'm like, you don't talk to us. You just fucking throw up this thing that no one is excited about that I know of, and it's like, what the fuck are you even doing? I don't even know if this even competes, or I don't even know if they're trying to compete because this doesn't look like they're throwing any punches. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're it feels like they're definitely trying to come up with an option yeah. to compete, right? But it's not in the same league because mm -hmm. they're not doing new games. And their excuse is like we need we don't do day one games because we need all the revenue we can to make these studios function and have the best games possible. And it's like, uh, okay. Okay, I guess. But obviously, Xbox has shown that it's really not necessary. That's the old model, and you want to stick to it. I get it. Um, so, yeah, it's just really weird. I mean, then just don't do it, right? Yeah. If you're not going to fully compete with the Game Pass, then don't try because you're doing fine as it is. I don't get it. Like, I would be – I'm looking at the premium right now, and I'm – I mean, I'll be honest. I'm a. am a – Sony fanboy, I'm probably going to get one of these at some point. And I'm looking at the premium, and it's $17.99, which is like, you got to bring that down to a 14 month? Yeah, you got to bring that down to 14 to compete for one. And Isn't two, Ultimate only 14 Um, Extra is 14 yeah. PS Plus Extra. 
There's PS no, I'm talking Plus. about. I'm talking about. Oh, Game Ultimate, Pass. yeah, yeah. Ultimate, Ultimate is 14, is 14 yeah. right? And that's everything. Yep. You get the fucking. You get to play all the games day one. Yep, hundred percent. And like, yeah, I'm a little intrigued with this PS1, PS2, PSP games thing. That's <clears> kind <throat> of intriguing to me. But I'm worried. What I'm worried about is that they have the um, PlayStation Mini, which came with I think 25 games, 15 maybe. Yeah. I'm worried that they're just going to take those and put them in the PS1 and be like, okay, here's your PS1 games. And it's like, okay. And then the PS2 games are just going to be the same PS2 games we've had access to on PS4. There's going to, okay, oh, maybe there's five more. And it, like, I really hope they didn't do that, but I'm, my fear is that they're just going to do that. They're just going to copy and paste. And if they do that, that's going to be fucking annoying. It's like, dude, no, give me driver, give me Spyro, give me all of that. Yeah. Shit. And the PlayStation, uh, mini games are really bad they're like really badly emulated yeah that's what i heard i have two playstation minis i bought one when they were new for like a hundred dollars which is fucking stupid (laughs) regret that but then everyone hated them and then they uh went down i I found one for 19.99 brand new and i bought it and i just haven't opened it i was like fuck it i'll just have a sealed one on the shelf that's pretty cool for 20 bucks um, but I modded the other one. You just put the games on a thumb drive and stick it in the second controller port, and then uh, it has like Tony Hawk and all that on there now. Hell yeah! But I still never, I still never play it. I just have all those minis, and they just kind of sit under my TV as a cool little mini area with the Sega, the NES, the Super, and the PlayStation. Yeah, and then there's also the PS3 debacle, which they announced. Okay, you're gonna have. Uh, PS1 games, you're going to have PS2 games to download and play at your leisure, but guess what? PS3, you have to stream them, and it's like, god Whoa. damn it, dude. <laughs> Figure that yeah. shit out. Which I, I Rumors are, I heard yesterday, around hitting kind of the all the all the outlets, is that um, someone has talked to somebody in PlayStation to say they're working it out, but it's like, if you're working on it, just tell us that. Like, why are you not telling us? I mean, I don't care how long it takes, so just tell us that you're working on it, so that We'll look forward to it, but uh, yeah, I'm wondering if they have to be. They think they have to be streamed because PlayStation Three is extremely hard to emulate. That's what I heard because of the because of the cell processor, and I wonder if they're they're running it off a giant powerful server on their end, and the PS Five probably couldn't emulate it very well on its own because you know, like a computer has to be like four to ten times more powerful than the original hardware to like run it as the original hardware. Uh, so that could be something because that cell processor was just fucking weird. It's a weird structure for all that. Uh, here, we're running out of time. Um, Ezra Miller arrest. That's another one of my ones. I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is on, wrong man. with this guy, dude? Yeah. He's fucking up my fucking DC. Everything's like, I've heard all these pushbacks have been about him. Like, And now, they, now they're like, and now it's fucking up everything because Batman or the Flash was supposed to come out first to introduce Keaton because he's going to be in these other movies. He's going to be in like the Batwoman or Supergirl one and all this stuff. But now it's like been pushed back and it's like they're debating cutting out like Keaton from other. And then I was like, dude, this is fucking everything up. And I, when I texted you, I just knew about him getting arrested at the fucking karaoke bar. I didn't know about him getting fucking bailed out by the family and living in their fucking house and then threatening to kill him and stealing their shit. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This guy. 
he's there. Yeah, oh something's, something's loose. Something's loose in that in that brain of his. Yeah, dude, this guy is nuts. Like you've seen the video of him attacking that girl, the first one. He's like, he's gonna fight this girl, like legitimately. Like, he's like starts choking her, and people are like, people think it's a joke or something. He's like, no, he's just legitimate fucking weirdo. Wants yeah. to pick a fight with a girl. He's he's fucking out there, dude. Uh, I at this point, I'm just like, dude, get rid of him. I don't give a fuck. You know, just fucking recast him. This guy's a fucking joke. Yeah. He's just fucking everything up. Which sucks. I'm uh, really looking for... I mean, I'm still looking forward to Flash. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, unless he, like, murders somebody and rapes yeah. a child or something. Yeah, I'm still going to love or be excited to see the Flash. Um, yeah, that's just a fucking bummer, man. Because I think he does do a pretty good Barry Allen. It's different. It's a little schizophrenic-y. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's fun. It's, I feel like Now I feel like it's coming from a real personal place. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought he was great. Yeah. I mean, this guy's quirky and weird. He's, you know, he's kind of like, he's kind of crazy. I like it. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, I don't know. He's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is this guy. Yeah. But I'm um, looking forward to it. That flash. I feel movie. like him, him in real life, he's similar to that character, but instead of quirky and fun and funny, it's violent and scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a fucking real life Joker running around. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, what, we got, what, eight minutes? I really, I can't leave this episode without talking about a show on Netflix that I think, I, I struggle saying it's the best show on Netflix because there's so much that's good on there. There's a lot of shit on there, but um, I think it's definitely up there in my top three. Um, but it's called um, Formula One Drive to Survive. Um, they just wrapped up their fourth season, I believe, fourth or fifth? I think it's fourth. Uh, um, I don't know. I thought it was the third. Could be fourth. Either way, um, I don't give a flying fuck if you watch racing or don't care. I implore all of you to watch this show. I didn't give a shit about racing. Neither did Sarah. We are not, you know, F1, put on our hats and watch Formula One before the show came out. And now we are. <laughs> like, this show. Yeah, now I'm looking for like so the pit good. polos and shit. Yes. <laughs> Dude, F1 gear is expensive as fuck. Yeah. Just like, just like the sport is like for the elites. The merch is for the elites, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the the pit, the pit shirts, like fifty bucks. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. But yeah, this show. The best way I can describe it is that, you know, when you go and watch a sports movie, you pick your poison: hockey, hockey movie, football movie, fucking baseball movie, whatever it is. Every sports movie ends with a climax big game you gotta they're they're playing the rival and the last 30 minutes of those movies are very intense because you're so involved and you want them to win and overcome um and it's always very engrossing that's why i think people like sports movies um that feeling is in every single episode of the show every episode you were on the edge of your seat you were rooting for these people some of them you hate and it's like and especially this season, there's so many episodes where I'm like biting my fucking nails watching this race and how they portray. It. I'm like, no, he needs, please, please do better. Please do better. No, don't crash. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, dude, it's so good. It is so engrossing. Um, and it's from last year. It's like yeah. we could easily, <laughs> we know, we know what happened. <laughs> you yes. know? And it's, it's interesting because my, my pushback, because I've tried to get people to watch this and they're like, I don't like sports. I don't watch sports. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to watch a fucking Formula One race. I'm asking you to watch a Netflix show about a Formula One. Trust me, it is entertaining. I'm not asking you to watch a race. I'm watching yeah. watch an entertaining version of that race. And it's so... And I like, 
how all the drivers are kind of being bitches about it now. And they're kind of, a lot of them are turning on the show. And dude, this show has done more for Formula One in the four seasons it's been on than than anything has done for Formula One. I heard their viewership and their their fandom is just fucking through the roof now. And it's like this, they need to do this for like, like NASCAR is not doing well right now. I was like, dude, put a NASCAR show like this where you show the drama and why you would care about drivers going turning left. Yeah. You know, show why you would care the drama inside the car and all the things happening. It was like, dude, do this for all sorts of sports. And it would just elevate all those sports and people would care. Um, yeah. So I don't know what the drivers are bitching about. It's like, dude, this is like helping you out tremendously. I didn't care about F1. Now I'm like, oh, when's the race on, dude? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just got the sports package so I could get FS1 and all these, like, ESPN weird, the Ocho, that have all the, you know, all the, the racing content. It's like goat racing, Northwest Finals. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got yeah. The, all the weird stuff. So, yeah, I agree. That show's amazing. <clears throat> Yeah, and there's some characters, man. <laughs> yes, they're some not characters. even just drivers. They got they got interviews with the. Uh, Dude, I don't know what to do, Gene. The car is shit. <laughs> yeah. They fucking uh, these fucking drivers. <laughs> dude, even dude, I, uh, just to kind of narrow in on the show, the um, the last two episodes are specifically about Max and Lewis. Both of those episodes combined, they are so good. Even the last episode, I was like. I'm pretty sure I know who wins because I remember looking at the driver standings at the end of last season. Even knowing who wins, I'm still like, I didn't know about like all of the the fuckery that went down with like the letting the the cars unlap themselves to close the gap. I didn't know about the stop and goes. So I don't know. It was just a very fascinating watch those last two episodes. Very entertaining. Oh, I liked it when they're like they're like, what do you do? You know the the guy Toto. Toto, yeah. Toto. That guy's fucking weird, wolf. man. Yeah. That guy needs to be knocked <laughs> off his pedestal a little bit. He's a little bitch. I don't really like him. It's weird. His wife, it's like, always kind of introduces her as like just this woman. Mm-hmm. Really, you don't really get the feel that that's his wife, right? And she's yeah. always like sitting in the back of the car. Oh, yeah. Like, she's on her phone like, and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's always just like, no, you sit in the back of the vehicle. <laughs> the women yeah. sit in the back. It's just weird to me, the, the dynamic between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I was like, is that his assistant? And then it's like, <laughs> so when he's like, why do you let the, the safety car around? And then, and then uh, like the, the, the racing marshal's like, it's called racing Toto. Yeah. It's called motor. It's we're called, on motor racing. He's like, what? It, it's, what is it? it's called motorsport. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, bitch. They're racing. Let them race. <laughs> They're one and two. Put them in one and two. And may the best man win. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry, you can't win nine in a row, you dumb bastard. But yeah, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, of course, is this fucking Will Smith debacle. Um, Oh boy, I won't go. I won't go too far into it. But I think you you know my opinion. I think it was great. I think it was great for a show. I think it was great for. I guarantee you, they're gonna have some people tuning in next year. Yeah, the ratings are gonna go up. Yeah. Yeah, and then the YouTube clips, man. Look at the views on those. Uh, we talked about it, and I think you were misunderstanding my um, take on it because you because you're like, no comedian deserves to get hit, and you know we have to agree to disagree. And I was like, yeah, yeah, duh. Um, 
I'm not saying he deserved it. I was just trying to explain, like, dude, when you do a profession, not even a profession, when you talk like that to people, you know, if you're a bully in school, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's totally different than a comedian, but it's essentially making fun of people, which comedians do. And if you make fun of someone, eventually you're going to find that one guy who is not a normal person and doesn't not hit people, and he's going to hit you. You know, you're going to get that good old-fashioned ass whooping, get your, your coat, shoes, and your hat took it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just don't feel like anybody should be above that, where they feel like they can – I believe in the First Amendment and, uh, you know, freedom of speech. You say whatever you want. But someone can also flip and whoop your ass whenever they want. And that's not right, and there's laws against it. But, hey – it's going to happen once in a while. And uh, these these people don't care about the consequences. So some people are ready to catch a case. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, it was worth it to them to go to jail. Um, so all I'm saying is you got to be careful in those kind of professions. Like, And you got to be prepared for that. Like, I'm sure most underground comedians, if they're doing those roast kind of things, you know, you're in a little club, you're in a bar, they've probably been hit before. You know, it's like you're not a famous comedian, especially, and you're making fun of someone in a bar, you know, you're doing your roast battle thing, and they come up after you, and they probably punch you or something. So I didn't have a big problem with it. I was like, oh, it's like the world's smallest violin for the millionaire who got slapped yeah, for on sure. stage. That's, that's the whole thing is like we got so distracted for as, as a society for like over the stupidest. Like, yeah. really, we're going to talk about the slap for this long? Like, okay. And people are like, oh, my God, violence is never okay. It's like, dude, you can, this is violent to you? Like, dude, people are getting ass fucking whooped yeah, on the yeah. streets. This guy got slapped. It was a good slap. They did, like, the form, like, the follow-through and the <laughs> extension. <laughs> it's like, dude, that was pretty good. And then, you know, Chris handled it well. And I think Chris is, uh, he's a cool guy. He didn't want to press charges or anything. He's like, you know, whatever. He just slapped me. He didn't whoop his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one of the best things I saw is that, and Chris is a G because he didn't even rub his face. You know he wanted to. <laughs> he didn't even do one of those. <laughs> he just stuck uh, it out. Well, the, all, people are also saying too, like right after the slap, he goes like, really? I could, oh. And I, he says, I could, oh. And he goes, oh. And he like kind of shakes his head. And that little moment is like, I could really go into you right now if I wanted to. That's kind of what. <laughs> like, you want to make, you want some jokes. I will fucking roast the shit out of you right now with you and your yeah. wife. But he kind of like holds it like, ooh, you know. I'm, um, the thing I'm that sure. frustrates me about the whole thing is that, um, yeah, I'm on the camp of he shouldn't have done it. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, but it is entertaining and it was kind of funny, um, to be honest. Uh, but the thing is, is that the joke, the thing that frustrates me is the joke was so tame. Like that joke was the weakest joke I think I've heard at the cat like it's a ball joke it's not even people like oh he's making fun of her her and he's like no he's not he's making he's making a gi jane joke he's saying oh that woman is bald are you in the next gi jane joke that's the joke it's a ball joke he's not making fun of her condition at all and they took it personally and he came up and slapped him and it's like he made yeah. fun of your wife for being bald and you're going to slap him for like that's the stupidest reason to go on stage and slap <clears throat> that joke is so tame the, the joke was pretty tame but i do get it like if you're, you know, if he didn't, I don't think he knew at all, but your wife feels really self-conscious about, uh, having to shave her head, yeah. you know, and she's just like not digging it. And then someone talks about it on TV 
mm-hmm. and calls her out on it. And then you could tell Will Smith was kind of laughing, like he'll take it as a joke. But then Jada didn't, and you could see her face, and she looked at him. That's when you know he switched. Like, oh, it wasn't a, it wasn't, it was actually pretty funny because he laughed and it was pretty tame. But my wife was really hurt by it. So okay, now I'm pissed. You know, and I understand that. Uh, yeah, totally understandable. Um. Like, like I said, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't think he was warranted. He didn't deserve it. But in a in a role like that, you got to be prepared. Someday, you know, the odds are against you that you're going to be roasting people and no one's going to get, you know, super offended. At least super offended. I mean, you might get away with no one ever trying to hit you, but someone's going to get super offended. And then one of those people who gets super offended might just be on a really bad day that day. And, you know, pow. Yeah, yeah. Five I think fingers, say to the face. Should be, always be aware of that in, in the sense of like going back to your car or your limo. But I feel like the stage is like their safe space. You know what I mean? So Not for today. someone to come invi- <laughs> and say that, like, there's no way to prepare for that. You know, like no one ever goes on stage and, and create uh. a violent act. You know, that's kind of their safe spot. They, you know, whoever's offended waits till the, the show's over and approaches them at the bar or wherever comedians hang out. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. I've heard it said, and I think it would have been enough for uh, Will Smith to just say what he said and oh, without yeah, getting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yell at him. I think that would have been enough to get his point across. Yeah, yeah. But, damn, he walked up there, slapped him, <laughs> and strut, strutted his ass back to his seat. <laughs> he yeah. was an OG, dude. Like, yeah. damn. I'm fulfilling. And then, just, <laughs> and then sat, sat, sat down. They asked him to leave. He's like, I ain't leaving. <laughs> I'm like, how gangster is that to slap the host? When you're the best actor, <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy to me. So yeah, I was I didn't feel that bad for Chris. And I'm sure Chris doesn't feel that bad for himself either. He didn't even want to press charges. He's fine, people. Okay, they're both gonna fucking be fine. But I, uh, Will Smith leaving the Academy, I thought that was a harsh. Like it was self done. Like he, yeah. uh, what's that called? Um, resigned. Uh, he resigned. Yeah, I think that's harsh. Like and and it's weird because he did it to himself. I don't think they would have kicked you out of the academy, you know. Um, so not being able to go anymore and not being able to be uh, nominated anymore—that's mm-hmm. uh, a pretty fucking giant penalty to put on yourself. And uh, yeah, so obviously, at the same time, he already won his award. <laughs> like, what does he need to come back for? Yeah, he doesn't. Is he no, no, well, no. yeah, I mean, never, never in the future, he might win more. You know. <laughs> You know, usually once you get the first one, they know. come a little easier. That's another small violator. <laughs> you already won your award. Cool. Go fuck off somewhere. It's all good. Like, to not be part of the Academy of Motion Pictures as, like, one of the top actors in the world, that's got it's a little weird. Oh, poor Will. Well, and, uh, you know, he did it to himself. I mean, if he yeah, would have yeah. waited for the, if he would have waited for the um, punishment, I'm sure they wouldn't have kicked him out. I don't think they would have done that. I think they would yeah. have done something. Uh, but what if they did take back his Oscar? That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be crazy. That's, yeah. never, that's never happened for conduct. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got motherfuckers that kill people. So, <laughs> um, so that's my thoughts on it. Uh, pretty crazy stuff, man. They're both going to be fine. Probably Chris a little bit better than Will. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Chris's tickets are like selling out now for a hell of money. Like, yeah. uh, 
they just had a show and he's like, if you came here to hear about Will, I don't have that material for that yet. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to give me time. <laughs> I'm working on it. That's like awesome. I already wrote, I already wrote this weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, man, I thought I had something else on that, but, uh, no, that's about my take. I just thought it was funny. And these ridiculous Hollywood elites, like if, if this is your, this is the violence that happens to you in your life is getting one slap. It's like, then you're doing pretty good. Like yeah. There are people out here actually getting assaulted, you know, and they don't have a million dollars and a mansion to go home to. So I don't feel that bad. Yeah. The, the discourse of this whole thing, just social media has been irritating as well. Like seeing, it's like politics all over again. You're either a fucking left or you're right. And you know, there's no middle ground. You're just going to, no, he deserved it, and you're not going to tell me otherwise. Or, no, he didn't deserve it. You're not going to tell me otherwise. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we move on? <laughs> Who gives yeah. a fuck? So that's that's that. Yeah. <sighs> Covered a lot. Uh, that was pretty fun. It was pretty much just like what we do before the episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just chit-chatting and smish-smashing, baby. Sometimes there's a lot that we do that we, uh, you know, it's always good to catch up and see what you're doing and what's going on in the world <clears throat> what we're playing what we're watching all right man um yeah next week we'll figure out what we're doing i don't know there's some i don't know if there's anything big we'll figure it out we always see, do at some point i know i, I proposed dark man but i'll just watch it on my own time um but the, uh... <laughs> i've never seen it i don't know maybe i can watch it um but there is a movie that i desperately want you to watch um because i think you'll enjoy it it's finally hit HBO. I've been kind of waiting for it to pop up somewhere so that I can propose it. But it's called The Raid Redemption. It's like a martial arts action gun fight movie. Um, but the choreography is fucking rad. It's like a nonstop action. Have you seen the movie Dread? The Judge Dread movie? Um, it's the same kind of concept. Unfortunately, The Raid came out before Dread. I don't know how that happened. I don't know if Dread copied it or was inspired by it. But it's basically these gangsters who run this apartment tower. And these um, SWAT uh, men, like 10, 15 of them, go to take that tower down. And the whole movie is them trying to go up to stop the drug kingpins or whatever. But it's fucking yeah. amazing. Um, even if you, we don't do it on the show, I think you should just watch it because it's an awesome martial arts movie. Right on. I am the law. <laughs> Carl Urban. We should do some John Woo movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. There's thanks no for watching. Two is a John Woo movie. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, two is just yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> That's the double wheeled and Tom Cruise with the long hair. It's it's beautiful. Oh, of course he's got the long hair. <laughs> the one off. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've never seen any of those. Oh man, mate. I'll buy you that fucking collection for your birthday is in April. I'll just I'll send you that fucking. That Blu-ray. <laughs> I, I got I got Paramount. I can watch it. Yeah. You need the you need the collection. You need the, the, <laughs> the Mission collect Impossible the, collection. Yeah, the deep the deep director's cuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks y'all for watching. Appreciate it. Please check it out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. As always, we're here on YouTube. Uh, thanks for joining us for our first freestyle. We just go off, baby. Had some fun. Yeah. Uh, please take care of yourselves. We appreciate you all. Thank you so much for joining us on Sundays and wherever, whenever, wherever and whenever you tune in. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. So, uh, next time will be a V's. So we say peace. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Thanks. Everybody. Later. <laughs>